I do have to find about growing up, you know what I'm saying? Like, feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was, when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, I can respond. Are you kidding me? Who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for, um, everybody black. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey everybody, it's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com and NetworkAndSpill.com. And on this episode of Network and Spill, we're doing a solo dolo episode. So it's just me and we're talking about something that I think is pretty timely. Pardon the pun, not really, I'm, I meant that. This episode is called How to Fall Back in Your Relationships. Now, catch the pun there, right? Fall back, we just fell back with the hour. Um, the extra hour that we got for daylight savings time coming to an end. We've got lots of darkness, less sunshine. It's fucking weird. It's going to get cold. And it's, you know, it's fall. It's still fall. And we've got some more months coming of colder weather. And I wanted to do this episode because people talk a lot about spring cleaning, which is cute and absolutely useful and necessary. However, fall is a great time to also do some purging and cleaning and organization and reprioritization. Why? I'm so glad you asked. Because the new year is coming literally right around the corner. We've got a new decade ahead of us. And I don't want us to go into 2020 with some of the same baggage that we've been holding on to for way too long, right? That we should have left in 2017, maybe 2006. Like, let's move forward. And one of the ways that we can do that, I feel, is through our relationships because relationships are extremely important to our livelihood and they can be very powerful to pretty much every other aspect of our lives. Having a sense of community is absolutely necessary. It's not optional. No matter how much of an introvert or a loner or a solo queen you think that you are, community and having rapport and relationship with people is necessary, just like for you being a human being. And maybe you like to, you know, kiki it up with your pet mouse or your cat or your, your horse or your fish, whatever. Companionship is companionship and you need it. And in this time and day and age, I feel like social media has given us a very warped sense of friendship. And a lot of us need to go through and do some cleaning. We're going to kind of Marie Kondo our friendship list. And I think that's actually a great podcast title for another episode of like exactly how to do that. But in this episode, I want to talk about how to fall back. And I want to talk about falling back because what does that mean? I think most of us who know like the reference here, falling back really literally just means that taking a step back, right? Taking a pause, taking a breather. And it's interesting because the time of year that we're in is all about pausing and taking a step back and going back to the drawing board and figuring out what the fuck we want to do with ourselves for the next spring, right? Animals are disappearing. The bugs, thank God, are disappearing. And they're going someplace away from me and they're figuring their shit out so that when they come back in the spring, they can be just as annoying and good as ever, right? That's that's the goal. Granted, I'm talking about something a little bit more interesting. And I mean, it's all interesting, right? But the point is, I love this time of year mostly, even though I hate the cold. I love this time of year because there's no real sense of urgency to go and to do and to be. Everybody's like, I need to be home. It's cold outside. I'm not leaving. Oh my God, Netflix and chill, bitch. I'm putting on my fuzzy socks, which I actually love doing, and I'm staying home. Brunch? Brunch what? Brunch who? Brunch no. And people stay home. Literally, they'll skip brunch. And it's it blows my mind because that's like my favorite meal ever. And um, 
it's skippable in the fall and winter. And it's great. My productivity, I feel sores when it's cold out. You know, it gets a little rainy, it gets a little chilly, it gets a little damp, and everyone's like, not leaving. So I love this time of year because it, it allows me to get a lot of things done and without having this like insane sense of FOMO, which I have all of the time. I have this fear of missing out on life, on sunshine, on opportunity, on good weather. Being in San Diego was really hard sometimes because there's really no excuse not to do anything ever because the weather's always fucking perfect. However, it wasn't always perfect. There were times where it would rain, it would get chilly, it would get weird, mudslides happen. Sometimes like there was a drought for a bit and you know people were just stressed out. So every so often, no matter where you are, there is some sort of downtime. You just have to look for it. And in this downtime, I really, really, really want you all to pay attention to your relationships. Like take a step back and look at how your relationships have transpired over the last few months, few years, few weeks, whatever, and and evaluate how they're doing, how they're going, where they're going, right? What what's what's happening, what's transpiring, how do you feel? And because I wanted you guys to do this and I wanted you all to take it seriously, I actually went ahead and did some of the work for you and created a graphic that you can download. If you go to whitneydanielle.com or if you go to my IG page, the Whitney Danielle Coaching page on Instagram, you can download this graphic. I want you to go through this. It's very much an interactive sort of deal, but it's to evaluate your social circle. I want you to do this. This is the first step for any sort of falling back or any sort of, you know, contemplation as you move forward in any direction, hopefully the right direction. But I want you to just take a minute and do it. It doesn't take long, but I want you to really think about this because no one talks about this. Everyone's like, you know, people get butthurt when their friendships don't work out, when their friends act crazy, when they don't have any friends, when they don't like the friends that they do have, when their friends start to go off and do different things. And, you know, we're outgrowing people and we're outgrowing old social circles and old social norms. And we just want different shit. And it's hard. And nobody's talking about what to do and how to fall back from people that just aren't for you anymore. People come into your life for a reason or a season. I've been told that many, many times. But what no one's ever really told me was to take stock of my relationships and to evaluate them just like I would anything else, right? We need to Marie Kondo our friendships. We need to sit down and evaluate how things are moving and where they're going. And if we want to continue down a path with X, Y, and Z people, because if we don't, a lot of us have these blinders on and we're missing the red flags that our friends are throwing at us. And what happens is it's, it's, I feel like it's easier with dating because with dating, it's very like siloed. Like we're focused on that person and we're looking for red flags typically. And we see them a little bit differently than with our friends. With friends, it's great because there's not as much pressure, right? You have friends that kind of come and go, like you hang out, it's kind of casual. Like there's no real pressure for them to perform or to do anything special. So you will kind of let shit slide. And, you know, unfortunately with, I feel like the caliber of women that listen to this podcast and men as well, We don't have time for shit like that. We need people who are going to be inspiring to us, who are going to add value, who are going to show up for not only themselves, but for us, who are going to be positive, who are going to be game changers, move makers, money makers, booty shakers, whatever, right? You, you You get the point. But we are looking for a higher caliber type of friendship. This isn't third grade where... We just want somebody to come to our house for a sleepover or somebody to invite to our birthday party. This is like, who's going to be in my wedding, right? Who's going to come with me on my girl's trip when I turn 30 or 35 or 40? Or who's going to be 
the person who throws my baby shower. We're, we're at a point where we need friends who are loyal and who show up for us in big ways. And if we're not taking stock constantly of that, it makes it very difficult to make sure and to make certain that we have these people in our social circles. It's extremely important. And I don't want anyone here waking up one morning, realizing that their friends are whack, that their friends have been just outdated, right? They've, they've outgrown their friends months and years ago, and their friends are just backpedaling themselves back to high school with their behavior and with their goals. Like they're not doing, they're doing other shit or they're not doing anything positive. A lot of times we're not looking at that. We're just hoping to have someone around. We want companionship. We want someone in our corner. We want someone to call when we're bored or someone to go to brunch with. We want that designated person. Unfortunately, sometimes the people in our social circle don't really belong there. And I want you all to evaluate who's there, who's not, and who you want, right? That's just like dating again. If, if you don't have the person of your dreams in your life, who do you want? It's important for us to visualize and to think about this. Who do you want? I literally had to take stock and be like, okay, well, like, what do I want? And then when it came to friendships, you know, looking at my past relationships, I'm like, I need a friend who shows up, right? Who will initiate sometimes plans, conversations, telephone calls, texting, like someone who shows the fuck up. I want someone who doesn't lie or omit the truth or, or mask the truth because of what they think that I might think or what they think that I might say. I want someone who doesn't have racist tendencies, right? Or homophobic tendencies or transphobic tendencies. I want someone who's going to be a kind fucking person. And you know what else? I really want someone who listens. That's also really important to me, like with their whole fucking ear, like both of them. Like I need you to really tune in to what I'm saying. And I found that a lot of people in my social circle weren't upholding some of those basic things that I wanted. This past year alone, I have let... Three people. I have personally escorted three important people, VIPs, from my life, from the VIP section of my life. I escorted them all the way to the nosebleed section. I'm talking all the way to the nosebleed. Like they got front row of the nosebleed section of my life. And I had to do that because the relationships weren't where I needed them to be, that the value wasn't being added. And even though these were three people that were extremely close to me, I couldn't do it. I had to fall back. I had to fall back. And I was paying attention to some of the red flags, but a lot of them, you know, I would just say, oh, you know, this person is blank. You know, they're really close to me. You know, they're, they're rev- some sort of, you know, close associate or, um, really good friends, like a best friend or like a sibling type or a mother type. These were close people to me. And I mean, obviously I've, I've like had to escort people all the time, right? It's cyclical. People are cyclical. Life is cyclical. Just like these seasons that are changing, people change. Our relationships with these people change and we change, right? Everything is constantly fucking changing. The problem is I started to realize that these people were exhibiting behaviors that I just wasn't okay with. I had one person who lied to me about something really important. He had some, you know, racist tendencies when he was drunk and tried to pretend like when he took a course in college that he was, you know, woke to my struggle. And I'm like, bro, you've been problematic from the jump. Like you're not, you can't be pro-black now at this point in our friendship once I've, you know what I mean? After I've seen what you've, what you've done and what you've said, it's just not cute. And I had to let him go. 
you know, and it wasn't really because of that. People say a lot of dumb stuff when they're drunk, um, which again, it's not acceptable, but I had to let him go. I had to let a friend go because I couldn't deal with the way that he treated other people, the way that he talked about other people, and the way that he omitted the truth. These were things that were against my core values, right? Things that I really wanted and, and feel like I need in a companion or in a friend. I had someone else, a maternal like person to me, who I've known for a very long time, had a very condescending way of communicating. And, you know, I was at a point, you know, I had a rough patch this summer and I was just not in a great place. And they were giving me advice that wasn't really working and I was upset. And I just got tired of them kind of talking down to me and, and acting as if, you know, they could live my life better than I could live my life and that they knew how to do things that I should be doing better than I was doing them. And nobody wants to feel like they're failing at their own life from the point of view of someone else, right? It's hard enough dealing with, you know, your own failures and shortcomings from your point of view, right? Your vantage point. But to, to feel like that from someone else, it's just not cute. So for me, that person had to take a back seat. I had to escort them. And then there was another person who's really close to me, who I grew up with, who really needed to just not get the VIP treatment, right? Because what happens when you sit in the front row of someone's VIP section of their life? You get all the perks. You get this. You get that. You get, what, free love, free coaching, lots of time and attention, memes galore. I mean, honestly, the perks are endless, right? And I really try to have a lot of perks as a person with the people in my life because you want to shower people with like whatever they need. And it's fun to give. It's fun to give. It really is to people that you love and are close to. But they were taking advantage of that. And they kind of saw my kindness as a weakness. And they would constantly pick at me for, you know, being single and for not doing things a certain way and for not having my life a certain way. And just like the mean girl in your voice, like that was her. She was the mean girl in my in my head. And I would hear her because I didn't hear her before. And then something happened and she just got real fucking loud and boisterous. And I'm like, honey, you need to take a whole seat. And guess what, sis? That seat is in the back of the fucking nosebleed section, girl. You have got to go. And I had to escort her out. And so, you know, there's no more calls. There's no more conversations. There's no more late night chats. There's no more, there's no more, right? And you have to give space. And let me tell you, when I gave space to myself by removing the people that made, that helped contribute to me feeling like shit, because I hate saying that people made me feel any type of way, right? But they contributed heavily to me feeling less than or not good enough or shitty or whatever, right? All the things. When I made space and took them away, it, it created a space around me that was just pure energy, that was pure positive energy that I could fill with whatever the fuck I wanted to. I felt like the time, there was no lost time. There was no like gaping hole in my life or in my social life. I felt good. I felt so good. And I think there are people listening who have people who are sucking energy out of them. And they think if they let this person go, or if they tell this person off, or if they keep a 100 that this person is going to disappear. And so will like, you know, their sense of purpose or their sense of belonging. And that's just not true. If someone is shitty, somebody is shitty and they need to roll. 
right? They need to roll over and be shitty somewhere else. And you can't fix people. I, I know that a lot of us want to and we try to, but we can't. I think the most that most of us can do is to be honest and to create a conversation where either we try to communicate to this person and say, hey, you've done this. I did that to each three, each of these three people this year. I said to each of them, this is my problem. This is a problem that I have. And this is what I'm no longer willing to deal with. And one of them literally replied with, okay. After I literally said to them, hey, you know, um, this is the issue I've been having. I've been feeling like, you know, you're talking down to me and I just feel like, you know, you've been giving me kind of shitty advice and like, whatever, I'm in a really bad place in this moment and I just can't deal with like this. And they were like, okay. And so I was like, okay. And that was it. I haven't talked to him since. It's been great. And then, the, you know, the other two people I, I confronted as well. And sometimes you don't have to confront people. Sometimes it's not meant to be to confront someone. I had somebody on my Facebook who was a friend of my sister's who had a kid and she posted a lot of fucking pictures of this kid, which I found real unnecessary. But then she was posting these memes and shit and they were like ratchet. They, she would find like the most ratchet ass shit. And it always had like the N word or some black person doing some ignorant shit. And I was like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? And that was something for me that I just didn't want to see or deal with anymore. And I was like, you know what, girl, you got to go. And so I didn't mute her. I didn't turn off notifications. I literally removed her because I couldn't deal with it anymore. She was gone. She was done. It was just too much. And you know what? No harm, no foul. I don't think she knows if she does. I personally don't give a fuck. Like it is what it is. There are certain people that we just need to remove. And it creates space now. Now when I'm on my feet, I don't see the pictures, the 800 fucking pictures of her child. And then these stupid memes. It's amazing. My feet is filled with so many other much better things. And so I really recommend, you know, taking space and, and feeling confident and creating a space in your life where there isn't this bullshit. You will not miss out. I promise you. I have yet to miss out from having any of these people be gone from my life. Like these people have been gone. I have missed nothing. Granted, they are good people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I miss them occasionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. It's been wonderful. And you know what? Since having this space cleared, I have met like really nice fucking people. I met somebody actually at work who I adore. I adore her. She listens with both ears. She's attentive. She's really, really kind. She's very thoughtful. She's funny. She thinks I'm funny, which I think is cool. And she's just a nice fucking person. Boom. We do a lot of stuff together. It feels like we've known each other since like the eighth grade from like two lifetimes ago. It's been wonderful. And honestly, I don't know if, you know, that would have happened had I not had this like clear path and availability to myself. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I'm really glad that I had that clarity there because then I could see somebody who actually could be a good friend to me. Because that's what we want, right? We want solid relationships. We want solid people. We want great experiences. And we can't get that if we've got people mooching or taking and not giving or just being real fucking extra. We don't. I had a bully in my life. And even though we were close, she had to leave. Some of y'all have bullies in your lives. It's time for them to go. And so you need to fall back. You need to fall all the way the fuck back. This is me giving you permission to fall back. Now, what does falling back look like? Well, I'm glad you asked. Sometimes falling back looks like 
talking to someone and telling them what's really good. Sometimes falling back means doing nothing and saying nothing and just being quiet. Sometimes. And other times, other times, falling back means literally just communicating that you need some space and saying, you know what, I'm actually going to focus on X, Y, and Z for a bit, but you know what, when I'm done, I'll hit you up and we'll get together. So maybe there's somebody who like you talk to every day or you text all the time or you're in a group chat and like you're always in there talking shit or sending memes or TikToks. Maybe you just say, hey, I actually want to focus on reading these last couple books or finishing this season of Grey's Anatomy or um, working on my taxes or, you know, I want to save 15% or more by switching to Geico. And so like, I just need a break and then see what they say. And if they're like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. But then like always back it up with like, but I'll hit you up. I'll hit you up soon, or let's do happy hour, or let's get together for brunch, or whatever. And keep in mind, guys, right? Remember what I said in the beginning? It's cold. No one's going to want to do shit. You're off the hook. It's fine. No one's going to even worry about it. Plus, the holidays, like, you're good. This is a great time to fall back. Fall back and see what it feels like to not have these tethers and ties to people who are toxic or who just aren't right for you anymore. I'm not saying that everyone's like, you know, the people that I had to let go of were just like toxic, negative Nancy-ass mofos. I'm not saying that. Maybe these are good people, but you just need some fucking space because y'all talk too much or because you just need a break. Boundaries are healthy, and a lot of us don't have them. This is a great time to learn how to communicate those boundaries. A lot of us are working on vision boards. I have episodes from last year on vision boards. And also on uh, year-end reflection guides. I think it was a year. Yeah, it was a year-end. So it was last year I had a 2018 year-end reflection guide. This graphic that I designed went viral on Pinterest. It was fucking incredible. People were on this document through like Q2 of this year. Insane. I will be making another one for this year. Hopefully it'll be even better. And the goal here is to go through basically this year end reflection guide and just review what the fuck happened this year. It talks about people and different things, right? It talks kind of, it's, it's a whole life sort of evaluation. This today specifically is about evaluating your current friendship circle, but I want you all to pay attention to the vision boards and to the life because it all intertwines, it all goes together. By having people in your life that enrich you, that give to you, that feed into you, that pour into you, that listen to you, that help guide you, that will connect you and support you and hook you up and be there for you. And you know what I mean? Having those people affects every other aspect of your life. It's all correlated. So if your vision board includes, you know, getting to CEO or launching a business or moving across the country or traveling the seven seas, like whatever your vision board says, I guarantee you having people in your social circle who value you and who care about you and who want to do shit with you, it's going to affect that, all of it. What's the point of, you know, saying that you want to have a big wedding or a big party for your 30th or your 35th or your 40th, but you don't have anybody that you really want to invite to it? You got to work on that, right? Because that means there's a dependency there and you need to fill that. How do you fill that? Well, I'm glad you asked that too. So filling these, you know, these areas of your life where you want there to be more, right? You want them to be more robust. You want them to be more fulfilling. That's where you've got to start actually networking, doing the work and figuring out a plan to get yourself there. Now that's a different topic for a different day. We're not talking about that in this moment, but that's, this is to help get you there. I want you to start at least thinking, 
seriously about where you're at, where you want to be with your relationships. You are allowed to fall back. You are allowed to say, you know what? I need a fucking break. You are allowed to take a step back, right? What do animals do in the winter? They fucking hibernate. A lot of them hibernate as in like they spend time alone sleeping, being their best self, living their best sleeping lives. A lot of us need to do that. A lot of us need to do that. Just like taking that break. It's healthy. This is a time of year. This time of year, we're eating more root vegetables. We're eating things that are like more orange and reds. Like this is that time of year where we're looking for the carrots and the sweet potatoes and the butternut squash and the pumpkins. We're eating these vegetables and fruits for a reason. They ground us. They root us. They help us figure out how to be still and how to be grounded where we are. And that's why it's important to make sure you're evaluating who you're standing around, who's standing next to you. Who can you lean on? Most of us don't have, I guarantee you, most of us don't have solid friendships at this age anymore, especially if you're like in your 30s, late 20s, or late 30s. Like You just don't have a ton of solid friends anymore. The older you get, it seems like the less friendships you have because everyone's going a million miles per hour and we're all dealing with our own shit. And a lot of us aren't getting the help we need to deal with that. And it literally seeps out of our pores and into our relationships. So the shit that you're not doing behind the scenes in your romantic relationship or in your past with your family or in your job or with the trauma you've had to deal with or whatever, all of that affects your relationship. So it's really important to take care of yourself and to take care of your business, all of your business. The childhood wounds, the baggage, the divorce, the broken heart, the shitty siblings, the shitty, you know, in-laws, whatever you're dealing with, it's important to deal with it. That way people aren't falling back on you for something that you can handle. We all need to be showing up at our best when as much, you know, as much and as often as we can. And the way to do that is to take care of ourselves, handle our business, and to make sure we're communicating effectively. The last thing I will say about this too is mindfulness piece. I want to bring that in because I know for a fact that a lot of us aren't looking and taking inventory as much as we should. Now, we talked about Marie Kondo a little bit in the beginning, and that was cute, but it's true. What I really want everyone to do is to start being more mindful of what they're seeing and what they're feeling and experiencing in their everyday lives when it comes to being social. For instance, when you're on social media, whether you're scrolling on Instagram, scrolling on Facebook, scrolling on Pinterest, LinkedIn, I don't give a fuck. Whatever you're scrolling on, if you come across an account and you notice that you start to think weird thoughts like, look at this bitch, or wow, look at that house, or I can't believe she lives like that, or I can't believe she's doing this, or I can't believe she's on vacation again. When you start having these sort of jealous or comparison or negative thoughts, I really want you to focus on those and figure out where they're coming from and why they're coming up. Either you need to do some digging into you know some of your issues with jealousy or your issues with inadequacy or maybe you have low self-esteem when it comes to this body image crap that's all we see on social media. Whatever it is, I, I really recommend dealing with it on some level. But I also recommend getting rid of some of this shit on your feed. You don't need to fucking see this all the time. We get enough of this, you're not skinny enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not Kim Kardashian enough, even though Kim Kardashian isn't Kim Kardashian. Like we're not, we're, we're not getting enough of the positive stuff. So you need to remove the negative from your feeds. Remove them. Do a purge. If someone's account makes you feel like shit, take them off of your fucking account. 
You can make a Finsta or whatever you want to call it. Figure out another way to figure out how you want to scroll on social media without feeling like crap all the time. The feeling like crap part is optional. You don't have to feel inadequate on social media. You get to choose your experience. You get to choose your own adventure. Remove them. I do it all the time. Remove them. And as you're scrolling, you'll see people tagging each other and shit. You can follow hashtags. Find some new, better accounts. Find some accounts that inspire you, that in that make you laugh, that make you want to do better, that make you want to show up more, that you really agree with. I've literally spent a ton of time going through my accounts and removing people that just aren't with it. I'm sorry, you have to go. And I don't just allow anybody in my shit. I realize we live in this quantity versus quality world, but unfortunately the algorithms don't even work that way, right? You're going to see the same 12 bitches on Instagram. It doesn't matter how many people you follow or vice versa, because that's the way the algorithm works. Whoever you interact with is whoever you're going to see. So it doesn't matter. So if you interact with people and you're seeing their stuff and it makes you feel like shit, stop interacting, number one, and remove them so you don't see it. Follow somebody better. Follow somebody that makes you feel better is really the point. So I I really think we need to do that. Marie Kondo, your fucking Instagram feeds, all your social media feeds, just go through them. And if you know what, if you feel bad removing somebody because you guys known each other since blah, 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 then mute them now. Just mute them. Fall back and just don't see some of their shit for a bit. Believe me, they probably won't notice. Second thing I want to make sure you guys are doing when it comes to mindfulness is paying attention to how you feel when you're around people. See who reaches out to you on your birthday or during the holidays. See who comments on your stuff when you post it. See who shows up for you when you ask a question or you you seem a little low or whatever. You're hanging around your friends and you're just not in the best mood. See who notices. See who tries to make you feel better. See who tries to call you when, you know, they saw you last and you looked a little bummed. See who shows up for you and see how you make, see how they make you feel. Do they give back? Do they boost you energetically? Do they boost you, you know, psychologically? They just try to just get you feeling good. Like, what is it that they're adding and bringing value to look around, pay attention, You meet people all the time. We all meet people all the time, whether we want to admit it or not. The point is we need to make sure that the people that we're bringing and allowing into our lives are adding value and they're not just taking and sucking the energy or sucking the time and attention away from stuff that we could be doing. All I'm saying is there's a lot of room for positive experiences with our friends and with our friendships and companionship is extremely important, especially for women, especially for women of color, especially for women of color in business and who are climbing corporate ladders and trying to do the damn thing in business. It's important. We need camaraderie. We need support. And if we're not actively out here getting it, we will struggle. We will suffer more than somebody who does. It's just point blank facts. I need you all to fall back on some of the stuff that's not working and focus on what you want. And then things will start to come into fruition and you'll start to see shit move around and transpire and just accumulate and just randomly happen. Believe me, when you make this space, things will come. So that is the spiel. I'm stepping off of the soapbox. That is what I had to say today. Hopefully you do some falling back, you relax a little, you have some fun, you plan, you spend some time with yourself. I've had to learn how to be my best friend and it's been difficult because sometimes a bitch can be a little crazy, but it's been great. Like I really do feel more 
secure and more rooted and more stable in who I am as a person. And I can show up better and stronger in everything that I do. And I think the more that we lean and we lean and we lean on people, the more reliant we become when we need to stand up for ourselves. And we get to a point where we can't because we're so used to leaning on somebody else and using their weight to be able to push us up and to boost us up and to help us get through stuff when we're strong enough as is. So this is kind of like a rant and motivational speech on being okay with being by yourself in this sort of time of year where it's a little bit more solitary and refined and poignant and also trying to help motivate people to build stronger relationships with others at the same time. That's what I feel like this time of year is about. That's what I feel like my message is and what I'm really trying to drive home. And so hopefully I did that. Now, if you have any questions, if you have somebody in your life that you're like, I've been having red flags about this bitch for a long time. I don't know what to do, or I don't know how to confront this person or whatever, 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 please feel free to let me know. Because I know some of you thought of someone who might be problematic in your life. And I want to make sure that you feel secure and that you feel solid enough to make a a decision on what to do and you feel confident about it. Now, if you know somebody who's got something going on or who wants more friends or who just really probably needs a break, forward this message and this episode over to them and let them listen. And if you also are listening to this on your phone and you take a snap shot, I always say snapshot when I mean screenshot, and you take a screenshot of your phone, definitely send it to me and I will give you a special shout out on the gram. And absolutely, if you have an iPhone or if you know someone who does, please make sure you go into the Apple Podcast app. You find Network and Spill, you scroll all the way down and you give five stars and you leave some sort of review in the comments. I will be pulling names and I will be doing it even more in 2020. So make sure that you get in there because I will only have a couple of drawings this year and then I'll have more in 2020, but I want to give away prizes for those who leave reviews. Now, if you don't have an iPhone, right? You can find someone who does. I personally don't care who you use, but because I know iPhone people are the only ones who really can leave like reviews, which is kind of shitty and stupid, but that's another time for whatever. Um, Find someone who has an iPhone. We all know someone. So find someone and and you can leave your review there and just leave something funny in um, in the comments down there, the review section. Take a screenshot of it and then just keep it. And if I call you, you'll know. You know, I'll, I'll make sure that I give a proper shout out. Also, make sure you follow me on the gram because I may actually do most of my giveaways and stuff there. So um, that's it. Make sure you guys go to WhitneyDanielle.com and to Whitney Danielle Coaching to make sure you download this amazing infographic. And make sure you're following me on Pinterest because I will be posting more graphics, more blog posts, and more information that you can easily use. That pin that went viral was an idea that I randomly had because I saw there was a gap on Pinterest with like doing reflections and doing this like sort of journal prompt for 2019, right? For the new year last year. And uh, it went, it went really well. And so I'm hoping to do even more to hit even more people and to help even more folks prepare for 2020 by ending 2019 on a really high note. And if you do need to evaluate your friends or you know someone who does, make sure you get this guide and you pass it around. I really think this is going to be helpful for a lot of you. I've been through this so many times and um, I've learned quite a bit. So I think this will be helpful for a lot of us in our relationships so that we don't feel bad, guilty, insane, or crazy, and that we feel more empowered to be able to make decisions for ourselves because we're independent women who absolutely have control of our shit. So 
That's all, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to come back next week. I've got a new whole episode for you. And if you're listening to this in 2020, Happy New Year. And um, thank you for going back and listening to this episode. I love it. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Cheers. Cheers.